Hey, everybody. Hi, guys. Well, from Salt Lake City, Utah, it's Thank God I'm Atheist, the podcast. I'm Frank. And I'm Dan. Coming up today on the show, we're going to be talking about gays and marriage. The gays. Oh, aren't... Why did we talk about gays a lot? Well... Half half of the hosts of this show are gay. That's fully 50%. Yeah, that's true. This is a 50% gay show, everybody. Right. And we'll let you guess who. We, which one of us? <laughs> the prize for who guesses correct. And I'm guessing that there have been moments where people who, who, who would meet you and I might get that wrong. It's possible. Yeah. 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 Neither of us is particularly uh, strong one way or the other. Right, right, Upon right, first right. meeting. Yeah. I would say. Yeah. I would say if they were, uh, if they watched me trying to set up my washer and dryer, <laughs> they, they'd come to a quick conclusion. You mean set, trying to set up your washer and dryer by calling me to come over and do it for you? <laughs> I don't have the tools. Uh-huh. What am I'm, I supposed to do? I know. It's fine. <laughs> I'm happy to help. Anyway. Uh, hey, do you want to get us started? Yeah. Um, well, I... I I just love this story so much that I, I, it's where I want to start today. Um, this is the story of a uh, preacher mm. in uh, in Alabama. They, um, they have one or two of those. They, they there. do have one of one or two of those. Um, who uh, who who just admitted over the pulpit uh, to uh, to having had sex with multiple members of the congregation. <laughs> um. Uh, whilst uh, knowing fully that he also has uh, uh, full-blown AIDS. Oh, my God. Okay, so, like, until that moment, <laughs> I was like, meh, non-story, <laughs> you know? It's half of the guys that get into the priesthood <laughs> do it so that they can fuck somebody. Yeah, yeah, that's the whole point of right. a power I mean, position religion, right? You, you, you look at guys like Joe Smith or, uh, or Jim... Jim Jones or whatever. Oh, yeah, yeah. You, you, they may they may not have started uh, started it for the sex, but they can. You, they clearly saw the benefits that oh, were coming their yeah. way. Hello, but oh my god, he has AIDS. Yeah. Yep. God damn it. Um. And uh, the 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 story is a it's an interesting one. Um. So he 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 admits to the to the congregation that. That you know, all of this was going on, right, over the pulpit, like I said, uh, and uh, and he, he keeps going, and he uh, apparently um, God told him it was time to confess. Oh my God! To the entire to the congregation. Wait, had he talked to these people that he had had sex with first? I don't know, because th- I don't know. If not, there's some people in the pews going. <gasps> I might have ah! contracted HIV. That would be the scariest moment of of it. That's the worst church ever. That's the worst. <laughs> like, there's bad church, and then there's find out you got AIDS from your pastor church. Yeah. Well, the following week when he got up for his sermon. Uh, he, what? <laughs> he gets to he... continue? <laughs> that's so, a, like, damn, that's a mea culpa, <laughs> and then some. He uh, he then continues over the next couple of weeks. Uh, I think it was two more Sundays that they let him continue to 
<laughs> get up to the pulpit. Um, he just because uh, their mouths were still agog, they couldn't even say, uh, "We can't let you do this anymore," because they still were processing. What the fuck yeah. did he say? Yeah. Well, uh, he continued to uh, list his grievous sins. Oh my! Um, including illegal drugs. <laughs> use um and uh misappropriating church funds none of that should come as a surprise (laughs) to any of these people what should come as what does come i mean it's a little surprising that he did it over the pulpit (laughs) that's a little surprising i don't know that's one of those (laughs) hey buddy fade into obscurity quickly that's that's move to somewhere else take a new name and 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 find a new life sort of thing he was their pastor (sighs) You Not know? no more. That's he, these. This was his flock. I, he was tending to them. Is, are, is is he legally culpable on that? If you knowingly have sex, have unprotected sex with someone, with when you have when you are HIV positive, when you know, I don't know what the legalities of that is. I feel like there. It should be. Yeah, it should be illegal if you. It. it knowing, I mean, but it, then I mean, where do you draw the line if? I mean, I guess if you know you have anything, <clears throat> and you don't put the clap, yeah. I mean, that's what you you, you can't. I don't know. I don't the, know. I mean, there's you're exposing someone to a deadly virus, right? That's, it isn't you know crabs here that we're talking about, right? Right. Someone's not going to get the the downstairs sniffles, if you know what I mean. <laughs> this is a this is a bad. This is deadly. <laughs> yeah. So yeah. that's not okay. Um, so so yeah, that's uh, that's where I'm. Um, oh, here we go. Here's the answer. Okay. Um, the uh, this is from the Montgomery Police Department. Oh, um, Montgomery, Alabama Police yeah. Department. Uh, transmitting a sexually transmitted disease is a Class C misdemeanor. Oh, so it is a crime, but it's uh, it's just it's a, a Class C misdemeanor. Although so maybe I, what you get a ticket. Yeah, but that's all, that's in the <laughs> that's a fine for two hundred dollars. But there's a difference between criminal code and a civil lawsuit. So, oh yeah, someone no. could sue oh, him. Someone and could sue the yeah the pants right off of him. <laughs> that doesn't seem to be the problem here. Right, exactly. <laughs> you don't have to sue him for that. Oh my god. Okay. <laughs> we are we are uh, yeah. That's 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 a bad man, is what that is. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway. Well, I mean, what would be nice is if anybody in the country took that as any kind of wake-up call. I don't know that they will. But, I mean, it's not like every pastor does this. But you have to... But people don't... People actually give way too much trust to pastors. Oh, yeah. Especially in small churches where it's not like that pastor's got a PhD in theology or whatever. That that pastor's just the guy, some guy who was good at talking. He did an online correspondence course. That's right. That's right. Yeah, yeah. All right. Well, I'm going to move on. Uh, I'm going to talk about something that happened uh, a while back. Uh, this occurred actually in um, 20. It began. There was a. There was a. An, it began in 2008, uh, and theoretically, kind of concluded in in uh, 2011, okay. or rather, uh, the or initial hearing of this did. Um, we're talking about a man named John Freshwater. Okay. Who was a uh, a middle school teacher, a former science teacher at Mount Vernon Mount Vernon Middle School in Mount Vernon, Ohio, um, and was dismissed by the Board of Education for a few things. Uh, 
the I think the official dismissal was he was teaching creationism in a public school. Okay, this is a science teacher. Wow. Okay. Who uh, not who, good. Who was very into his religion, uh, as so many people are <laughs> in in our fine country, to the point where one of the ways that he demonstrated science to one of his students was he uh, he had a little a little Tesla coil thing, and he used it to actually burn a cross onto one of his students' arms. What? He burnt, grrr, burned a cross onto the student's arm. Like a like a second degree burn type thing? Third, like yeah, I mean... A it, burn burn? It doesn't look... Like, here's a picture of it. It doesn't look like the like it needs, like, okay. medical attention. But uh, it's very visible. Yeah. Is that a... a, a per, is that the scar situation that we're looking at there or is that like i don't know i don't know but i'll tell you what that that boy's parents were not happy uh yeah it could have been a smiley face it could have been anything right could have been a dot and that's the thing they're saying we are they were religious yeah but they were still like um you can't burn the kid no kidding you can't burn our child well so i guess as an atheist parent what would you be more incensed about All of the everythings. <laughs> I, w- I, I would be like, okay, but now I get to burn the word atheist into your forehead. Yeah. Can we do that? Yeah. And then I won't sue you and get you fired and stuff. They sued the school. They actually got uh, $450,000 plus attorney fees. Good for them. They need that. Yeah. yeah. I mean, the, the school needs to be protecting children like, like this. So. Uh, yeah. So yeah, uh, he was fired um, not only for that incident, but for uh, regularly apparently teaching uh, Jesusy stuff in his science class. <laughs> Jesus Christ! And uh, and the reason that I'm bringing it up now is because what has happened is uh, he he was appealing. He lost okay. a, a lot. You know, he he filed a lawsuit. Um, uh, actually, he w- he's claimed that he was the victim of emotional distress. Um, in terms, he filed a countersuit for the arm thing, but he also uh, was uh, was being persecuted. I don't know if you know this. He was being persecuted uh, for his religious beliefs oh because he wasn't allowed to say them in classes. Oh my goodness! Uh, the persecution. I know. At its worst, right at, there. At its very, very worst. Insidious. Um, this thing. He he appealed. Uh, he lost, and mm-hmm. then he appealed again. He. Took it all the way to the Supreme Court. What? And guess what? Uh, the Ohio Supreme... Uh, so the Ohio Supreme Court had already ruled. He sent it to the to the, the United States Supreme Court. Right. The SCOTUS. Yes. And, uh, and they said, uh, n- no, we're not going to take that. <laughs> <laughs> so the Ohio Supreme Court ruling stands. Okay. Yeah. Well, good. So there, there you go. the The Supreme Court uh, has 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 not taken other cases too, but we'll discuss that later. Yes, indeed. All right, go on. Um, well, tying into that, um, I'm going to move right on to um, a story having to do with a a, a sizable grant, uh, a 1.5 million dollar grant. Actually, it's a set of grants to different inst- in institutions that totals $1.5 million mm. um, that's been awarded to, um, uh, how many seminaries was it? A group of seminaries, 10 U.S. seminaries. Okay. Um, and they are um, going to, they are supposed to use this money to uh, include 
science in their curriculum. Oh. Uh, they, uh, this, this, the grant came from the American Association for the Advancement of Science. Huh. And, uh, and it's actually a, 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 a diverse set of, uh, of, of Christian, uh, seminaries. Huh. Um, they, uh, let me see where the list was. I'm actually fascinated by this. This is a really interesting idea. And, and these were groups, these seminaries, I guess, um, I don't know who contacted whom or whatever, but they were very interested Uh in, in this, in this concept. Uh, because the idea is that, um, basically what the, uh, American Association for the Advancement of Science is trying to do is they, they're trying to counteract this whole, I like, I guess there was some study that they did where they asked like groups of they found like really religious folk and uh it, like evangelical protestants oh. are more than twice as likely than other americans to say that they would turn to a religious text a religious leader uh or a religious leader um if they had a question about science huh and so what there's what they want to get some good foundational science yeah. into the hands of the pastors and the people who are going to be working with these religious communities so that they can actually like say, well, you know, God may work in this way or God, whatever, or whatever, or this is how actually, this is how the scientific method works or, Oh, this is sneaky. It's really sneaky, (laughs) but it's really good. It's awesome. I'm all for it. Of course I'm all for it. Um, but they, um, let's see, did I, I didn't really list off. Um, so Regent university, uh, School of Divinity, okay, uh, which includes Pentecostal and Charismatic theology. Um, there's Howard University School of Divinity, um, which is a pre- uh, predominantly African American right seminary in Washington D.C. Um, Howard has a as much more than just a religious school. So I didn't I didn't even know no, that they, they have they a had, School of Divinity. Yeah, I didn't know that the they university. had that. There you go. Um, and then there's um, there's the Catholic University of America in Washington D.C. Huh. Um, there's the Columbia Theological Seminary in Decatur, Georgia. And these are all, these are all schools Um, that are uh, accepting this grant? uh Uh-huh. Wow. The Lutheran Theological Seminary at Gettysburg. Uh, the Jesuit School of Theology at Santa Clara University. Nice. Um, there's the, where's another one that would probably, I'm basically just looking for the ones that have like a name of some kind of religious group that, Uh that, tells us a little bit well, i mean but, i think um, we, i think we get the point it's yeah. it, that's pretty amazing yeah i'm 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 really pleased about that actually <laughs> yeah. that seems really cool yeah uh and 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 maybe it'll have a, a good effect even maybe. you know what i you know the, the our minds probably quickly jump to well there are going to be some kids that learn about this that like eventually turn it into holy shit the whole bible thing is the bullshit part even if that doesn't think... happen, a healthy respect for science mm-hmm. is needed in this country. This country doesn't understand science. It doesn't respect science the way it needs to. It doesn't know what science really is or what it's about. So anybody being educated on that, even if they maintain their religious beliefs, great. Yeah. Well, here's the problem. Okay. Um, again, according to this survey that they did, uh, 51% of American adults including 77% of evangelicals um, really have little or no confidence uh, in that the the universe began 13.8 billion years ago. Right. Well, you You know, know, I get that. And 36% of overall um, 
uh, adults doubt that the earth is 4.5 billion years old. So it's like, so there's these real fundamental problems, right? Right. Yeah. People who, who so distrust science that they're, that they, that they don't even like that. Well, what's filling the void for them? Right. If they don't dis, if, if, if they distrust science and they go, well, I don't believe in, in just these basic, simple ideas. Right. Right. About the reality of our universe. Then the void gets filled with well, it's six thousand years old, and dinosaurs were mingling with man. Right, it becomes Kim Kim Ham's nonsense. Yeah, and that's it, that's a trick. I, you know, it's that kind of thinking. Unfortunately, leads people to distrust science in general, and then they distrust medicine, and then they distrust. I mean, like mm-hmm. it just yeah. goes on and on, and suddenly they're you know they're doing a master cleanse and taking and doing something with essential oils instead of actually seeking medical attention when they have real problems. Well, I would like to. Just talk about the master cleanse for a minute. <laughs> I had yeah. this um, this little hairy little mole. Stop it on the back of my Just hand. Stop it. And I did I did that little mixture of of paprika. No, no, no it's cayenne pepper, honey, lemon, and water. You heavily dilute it, and I I drank that for like thirty days, and that little hairy mole went away. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, Franklin is lying to you. <laughs> He makes fun of these things as much as I do, and probably a good percentage of our of our listeners have tried cleanses and whatever. Just don't use well, it as a medicine. It's well, not medical. See, I think it won't help you. There, like there's that no way. problem with like you're feeling a little bogged down and blah blah blah, and you're like, you're like you know what? I've been eating like shit. I've been drinking too much. Blah blah blah, and you you find some sensible cleanse i guess it doesn't really do anything it doesn't really do it anything kind of but it helps your... you reset your habits a little bit it will do that and it, and it'll change and you'll probably like feel some sort of strange euphoria from not eating from enough not eating. Yeah. or something anyway there you go we shouldn't get into that we don't know jack shit about it ah <laughs> uh, moving right along i'm going to go to uh, it's never really stopped us before. No, Tim. no, we're fine with bullshitting. <laughs> it's not a problem for us. Uh, uh, here's an interesting thing. I'm going to do... I, I I was originally only going to do one thing. I'm going to do two updates Oh, uh, on stories that we've already reported. Uh, I'll try and make them quick. Okay. The first one is... Do you remember that uh, the Fufurf has... Had had recently sued the I think it was the Fufurf the Fufurf and maybe another, some other group sued the uh, IRS because the uh, they were not uh, actually uh, enforcing their own rules oh, right. about pastors. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Uh huh. The idea is that in order for any and that and this applies to any nonprofit organization, but in order for any nonprofit organization to maintain their tax free status here in the United States of America, they cannot advocate um any kind of they 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 can't advocate for any uh specific political candidate Mm. Mm -hmm. uh they can they can advocate they they can talk about issues but they can't stump for a candidate uh and i think that there are some other restrictions as well in terms of in, in terms of meddling in politics um and for years pastors have been doing this over the pulpit yeah and uh, not having any consequences in terms of losing their tax ID status, right? Okay. Tax exempt status, rather. Um, well, the IRS has promised. Now, we we already reported this. Has promised to start cracking down on mm. pastors who do this. Yeah. Well, 
they Hope, find one. Hopefully it's coming to a head because uh, Pulpit Freedom Sunday, which, you know, we talked about this oh, last year. God. It, it's, it's, it's a time when uh, pastors uh, get well, up on the pulpit well, and civil disobedience. Do the, little, do the civil disobedience thing and, and oh, disobey that rule. Overtly, they let it be known that they're doing it. Ugh. And so, so they're doing it again. Ooh, Near, it's apparently, exciting. nearly 1,500 pastors have reportedly agreed They need to, to be do all it. brought down. The oh. IRS needs to send out their minions. Well, I'll tell you what. Uh, if they do, one, a, there's, there's been a, uh, a group of, of legal, an, an activist legal group that is saying that they will, they, they've got the pastors back. Oh. They will... Uh, they will take care of it. the The Alliance Defending Freedom uh, Senior Legal Counsel Eric Stanley said, uh, "Yeah, we've got your back, Pastor. Stand, <laughs> preach from from your pulpit what God lays to your on your heart to tell people, and you have the free exercise and free speech right that's enshrined in the First Amendment Constitution to do that." Oh yeah, sure. All right. Well, you know what? Um, they do have that right. They, also, they just don't have the right to do that and then also not pay taxes. Exactly. Yeah. So Exactly. Um, we need witnesses. We need volunteers. Are, you're not going to tell churches. our people to go to fucking church, are you? <laughs> our listeners, our poor listeners. No, somebody needs to be going out yeah. on that specific Sunday, find the list of the 1,500 signatories or whatever, if such thing even exists, and and seriously, like we need people who can like. Oh, I think it's too late. I think it was last Sunday. Well, fuck. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, it was a good idea. It was a good idea. It's uh, you. Uh, congratulations, all of you listeners. You're off the hook. <laughs> anyway, so that's so that's update number one. I'm going to do update okay. number two right. really quickly too. So, okay. Ooh. Uh, we reported a while back that uh, Ken Ham's Ark Encounter. In in Kentucky, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, had gotten had had been awarded an eighteen point two five million dollar tax incentive Ooh, credit thing, yeah. Um, t- for you know, it's it's meant it's earmarked for uh, tourist destinations yeah. and that oh, sort of yeah, thing. Yeah. They're bringing people into the state who are going to be leaving tax dollars, right? And, and there was trouble with it because they post because when they posted uh, job descriptions. There was a at least one job description was posted in Craigslist and said you must sign a faith uh, form. You must sign a thing that's saying this is a ministry. They said, and so uh, you have to you have to be a person of faith to work with us. Oh my god! And this was yeah. for like an engineer. Yeah, this was for like somebody who never even interacts with the public. Right. Exactly. You're um, just going to keep the the. The the drains working on the flood exhibit. Right, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. And you're gonna you're gonna make sure that the ark itself doesn't actually fall apart when people are in it. <laughs> and that the and the lion, the animatronic <laughs> lion doesn't kill anyone. Right, exactly. Um so apparently Kentucky has uh their top tourism official has said that they are required that since the Ark encounter is requiring a relig- religious test for potential hires, it would be against both state and federal hiring laws to, uh, and that would, and so they're preliminarily uh, withholding that those tax breaks. Fantastic. Yeah, they're they're Until looking they into it, but to... but as of right now, well, uh, they're basically saying, and eh, no. you know, you can't say no atheists. You can say tell that atheist that 
you know, part of their job is, is, uh, you know, being, I love God. They have a script they have to say. Maybe. I bet you could. If they were, you know, have a blessed day could it, be what they have to say when they, sure. you know, uh, hand change over from the register. Have a blessed day. Uh-huh. You know, you might, you could probably get away with that. Have a blessed having... day. I don't believe in God. <laughs> have a blessed day. I don't believe in God. <laughs> Jesus isn't real. Have a blessed day. <laughs> uh, it'll be, be fun blessed. to watch how, and see how that plays out. Yeah. All right. What do you got? Um, well, Bill Maher. Oh dear! Uh, you may or may not have heard a little bit of hot uh, water for that man. He uh, he he opened his mouth about uh, Islam. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, yeah, he got in some trouble. He got himself into a little hot water. Even he, now, this time is different because what he did. Cause, I mean, I saw this. Uh, what he got himself in trouble for was. Uh, basically attacking liberals was saying, yeah. you know what, the liberals are doing this wrong. You're mm-hmm. liberaling wrong. Yeah. Well, it, the 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 one that I'm thinking of is he starts off with this picture of uh, looks like probably a teenage kid uh, with no shirt on. Right. He's mm. like he's he's humping a statue of Jesus. Oh, Je- yeah. He makes it look like Jesus is is uh, filleting him. Did, did we not report on this? I don't think we did. Oh, we should have. Yeah. It was a story that came across my desk and we just never got to it, I guess. Yeah. So anyway, so he's uh he's got Jesus's uh little crotch in his in, up in his junk. And he's got uh, his junk in oh, yeah. Jesus's face. That's what we have. Yes. Yeah, 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 yeah. Not Jesus's crotch. No. And Jesus's crotch doesn't have anything to do with us. No. Jesus okay. is kneeling down and he's sort of that praying up to the sky Jesus, right? Right. Uh, oh, anyways. So Bill Maher uses this as a point to say Hey, you know what? This is an example of how our society, our system, is superior. Mm. Um, which it, it's kind of a dicey thing to say. It makes you feel a little weird, but I kind of have to agree with. Um, nothing's really going to come of this except for people wringing their hands and shouting about it. Well, the kid did it in Pennsylvania, and there was a, there is a law that says that you can't desecrate venerated objects. So the kid was being threatened with, like, jail time and stuff, but probably nothing's going to happen. Right. Right. Nobody's going to get killed. Certainly no one's going to get killed. <laughs> uh <laughs> That and that law is dubious at best. Anyway, yeah, exactly. So, so, anyways, um, but he's he's sort of using this as as, as an example of that, right? Mm. And saying, you know, what you know, if if he wanted to be, you know, if he really wanted to make a statement, I think he says something like that. He could he could have done the same thing to a statue of Muhammad, right? And then he's like, oh wait, there are no statues of Muhammad because why? Because blah blah blah. And he, he, he you know he goes down this little rabbit hole of whatever. But anyways, um, so that's where it starts. And how does it get to Ben Affleck telling well, so him the to... Next, so the next because week... Because the clip that I saw was just that one thing. Right. So he got in trouble for that. The next week, uh, he had Sam Harris on the, on the show... And uh, Ben Affleck was also one of the uh, one of the panelists. Mm, you know, okay. he has the three panelists, and then he has a guest. Right. And and uh, Harris was the guest, uh, and okay. he and Harris both went off on uh, on Islam being, um, you know, more dangerous than other currently than other uh, religions. Right. And Affleck flipped out. He was 
mad as hell and he called them racist for it and blah 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 right and you know and mar was like it's so not racist this is about islam this is about the religion and you know other people were were calling them out saying that they were uh they were taking the you know the one point whatever billion people of islam to task for something that this tiniest percentage of them do and I think they made good points. Harris and, and Marr both obviously have studied this a lot, probably Harris more than Marr. Right. But they cited polls that were that, that have been done where even, you know, uh, some 70-some-odd percent of, of British Muslims mm-hmm. think that the, uh, that the Danish cartoonist who, who did an, a, a cartoon of, 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 uh, of Muhammad. Muhammad should be jailed. Or should be prosecuted, right? You know, which is which is just not how free society works, right? So, I mean, and then you know, some outrageous number of uh, of Egyptian um, Muslims who were polled mm-hmm. believed that death was a was a valid punishment for leaving the faith and yeah. stuff. Yeah, and their point was, this is a different animal. Right. Than the other Abrahamic religions that we're seeing, than than any religion right now. Right. Um, and then there was a big snafu, a, a big kerfuffle because uh, I think CNN or somebody had had Reza Aslan on talking mm-hmm. about it, and he he said that it was absurd what they were saying. So I mean, there's just been a lot of back and forth about that. Yeah, thing. it's been going nuts out there. Yep. So so, anyways, um, but it, I mean, I think if anything, the point the point that uh that mar and uh and harris have made their their main point was that in this you know even among other liberals you're not allowed to criticize islam which is really really i mean it's weird to me because clearly we're I'm, i'm in a place where I'm I I don't know how to make it all work in my head. Right. Because Islam clearly has serious problems yeah. within its ranks. Yeah. Um, it, it, it it it's got institutionalized uh, misogyny. Yeah. On a level that no other religion really has, although uh in fundamentalism you see it in both Judaism and Christianity. Sure. But Islam is it's fairly ingrained yeah uh it's also got uh problems with uh yeah i mean ideas like apostasy Uh can have a death sentence which just played out in iran there was a man who was who was just uh hung in iran hanged Uh because he uh he said all he said he said that the prophet jonah that the story of jonah Uh was a metaphor. Oh boy. Essentially is all he said, but interpret quote unquote interpreting the Quran is not allowed and they killed him. So it's like, yeah, that's a slightly different animal than we're all really mad at you. <laughs> you know, if if countries are killing people based on Islamic infractions that's not a social infraction that's a religious infraction right and they're using the teachings of the religion and its religious books right to back it up yeah i mean and 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 not all of not all of the countries that are majority muslim do that as people are quick to point out yeah so what 
Yeah. Some of the countries do. Yeah. And those countries foment the kind of people that that fly planes into buildings. Yeah. Yeah. I know. And, we, and as we just we have to be able to have the conversation. We have to be That's able to have the, the conversation. Problem. It is dicey. I I, well, yeah. I do think that people need to be careful in how they phrase things just for the sake of being able to have a discussion, not because of like a fin like just because if you want to keep having the discussion and you don't want to be shouted down, yeah. you got to you got to be smart about how you bring these topics up. Now, it's great that Bill Maher is actually bringing it up because there's actually a discussion happening. Yeah. People are actually talking about it. Yeah. Um and 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 by talking about it you work through it and figure out where you hopefully you figure out where you you stand. And hopefully you listen to everybody's uh side of things. Yeah. Hopefully you actually pay attention to what everybody's saying, even Ben Affleck. <laughs> sure. <laughs> Not my favorite actor, but a decent director and yeah. I don't know why he has anything to say about Islam and stuff, but I don't know why I have anything to say about it. Yeah. I'm an actor. Yeah. So I don't know. Well, yeah. he's at least a celebrity. Yeah. Are you saying I'm not a celebrity? <laughs> I have a weird no podcast. Ben Affleck. That's the truth. Although he and I were born on the same day. What? Mm-hmm. No way. Yep. You've got a lot in common with him. <laughs> right. <laughs> uh, Anyways, I thought right. it was worth bringing up. Yeah, that's a uh, it's it's craziness. Go out there and uh, and watch all of the clips. They're available everywhere. Yeah, literally the whole internet has them on it. Well, not everywhere. There have been some uh, good old um, copyright infringement people from HBO, probably. Let's <laughs> get into. I found really. There, I found there were a lot of dead links. Okay, well, I saw uh, I, I saw it all over I the mean, place. So hopefully you'll find it. Right, you don't have to look too hard. Um, I'm going to jump back to, you know, we're, we're, we're going to be SCOTUS heavy today. The Supreme Court, uh, <sighs> is, is all over the place with us today. But this one I found so fucking alarming that I, you know, you and I have been baffled by some of the Supreme Court's stuff lately. Uh-huh. Um, the, uh, the whole Greece versus Galloway decision in which, uh, the town of Greece, New York was, uh, allowed to keep just preferring christian prayer over right and so it, right. like that just baffled me and you know they don't i i i've been it's been hard to get a bead on why things have been going the way they've been going mm-hmm. well i got news for you here's why at least part of why scalia recently justice scalia justice scalia i don't know i want to say his name with that that bees and whatever <laughs> Because the man looks like he looks like he's like been s- badly stuffed, mm. is what he looks like. He's got that that kind of a chubby face. He's just, just waiting for the spaghetti to fall. He's out. just lumpy. Just yeah, yeah, exactly. Cheeks, like he's blah. like he's storing food. <laughs> is what his face looks like. <laughs> anyway, uh, food storage uh, facility <laughs> and justice and justice Antonin Scalia. <laughs> Recently, he spoke to uh, Colorado Christian University, uh, and he said, quote, uh, I think the main fight is to dissuade Americans from what the secular- secularists are trying to persuade them to be true, that the separation of church and state means the government cannot favor religion over non-religion. Uh, he thinks... It's totally okay to do that. <laughs> okay. 
His belief is that the separation of church and state just means that the that the government can't favor one religion over another. Oh, but God. totally okay to favor uh he said he was talking about God. He says we do him honor in our pledge of allegiance in all in all our public ceremonies. Uh there's nothing wrong with that. It is in the best of American traditions and don't let anybody tell you otherwise. I think we have to fight that tendency of the secularists to impose it on, to impose it on all of us through the constitution. Wow. So constitution be damned, we have some fine traditions. Is that how- No, he's saying that what the constitution says uh is that uh he argues that that's not about you can't, it's about the you can't establishment of a favor, state religion. You can't favor one religion over another, but you can sure as hell favor religion over non-religion. That's totally constitutional. He says that you could enact by statute laws that say that you can't do that. Uh but he says to say that that's what's in the constitution remain uh, or to say that that's what the constitution requires is utterly absurd. I can't even hear if that worked because my my (laughs) headphones were rattling on my head. (laughs) I was trying to get as jowly as I could on that. He's uh, uh, so, and he claims that um, he he claims that he is uh, he's in a gargantuan task of trying to get back to this originality of the constitution point of view oh so important uh he's he says it's a long uphill fight to get back to original orthodoxy we have two quote originalists on the supreme court he said referring to justice dipshit thomas uh that's something he says but i feel like frodo will get clobbered in the end but it's worth it wait what He's comparing the climb of getting oh, no. getting the, back to originalist con- constitutionalism to the the saga of Frodo Baggins in Lord of the Rings. He knows that is just a work of fiction, right? I I don't know that he I don't know what he knows. <laughs> I assume he knows that. How does he picture himself as Frodo and not as like one of the trolls or whatever? Definitely a one of the larger munchkins, <laughs> not not one of the. Is, that man is no Hobbit. <laughs> That's what they're called, not munchkins. Right? I got my I got it all confused. You did get it all confused. Oh, the nerds are going to be so furious with you. Anyway, uh, if if you need to to comment on any of this, or you know, take me to task for calling the dipshits in our on our Supreme Court dipshits, you may do so. You can uh, write to us at podcast at thankgodimatheist.com. or you could leave us a voicemail at four two four six 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 eight four four two, or you can uh, go to the Facebook page or, uh, or the Twitters, facebook.com slash tgi atheist. Uh, or at TGI Atheist on Twitter. Yep. By the way, if you guys go to the Facebook page, apparently we're having trouble. The the problem is that what Facebook does is it limits what it shows you yeah. on your feed from us. Yeah. Until you start interacting with it. Yeah. Uh, so if you if you want to get our feed, we're still we're ironing out what we show you. I think we're gonna scale back a little bit because I we might have been getting a little heavy on what we were putting out there. 
but uh, interact with it. Like some things. Liking is so easy. Comment just on like one or two things. If, if you know, if Mackenzie puts a question out there, just answer the question. That kind of thing will uh, will just uh, help us out a lot. It'll help pushes it forward and out to other people's feeds, and then you get to see it too. Because most of the stuff, a lot of people aren't even seeing it because uh, they're it's, not interacting. Facebook is lame that way. <laughs> Facebook is really lame. They what they're trying to do is force us to pay. To uh, to push stuff out to your feeds, yeah, and that's what we're trying and to avoid. Doing. We're not going to do that, actually. So we refuse. So we need your help <coughs> with it. Anyway, um, so, all right. Uh, well, let's take a quick break, and uh, we'll be right back. We want to get right to your email, Pat. This first one is from Hope, who says, "My sister wants to throw a Halloween party for the children in our family, but I'm a Christian woman and want to continue to instill these values in my children and grandchild, so I don't let them participate in trick or treating or costumes. My family feels like I'm stopping my kids' fun. Will it be wrong to let them go to the party and buy them costumes and just don't let them trick or treat? Please help because I don't want to see them upset." All right, Halloween uh, is a uh, festival for demonic spirits. The whole idea of trick-or-treating, the Druids um, would go to somebody's house and ask for money, and if they didn't get money, they'd kill one of their sheep. I mean, that was the, the trick, uh, you know. So, I mean, it was serious stuff. And it was also uh, all this business about goblins and jack-o'-lanterns and all that all comes out of demonic uh, uh, rituals of the Druids and the people who lived in England at that particular time. I think churches can have Halloween parties. You can bob for apples and do stuff like that and, and turn it into a Christian uh, festival. And that's what we ought to do. We need to redeem these days. But that day was given over to satanic thing. Well, yeah. And uh, some great music that came in there. <laughs> Very nice. <laughs> Very lovely. It's demonic. Demonic, yeah. I'm, a festival of demons. Okay, first of all, I'd like to say I'm 90% sure He's absolutely wrong about the origin of trick-or-treating. Oh, really? Uh, yeah, I, it was not a, a pagan thing at all. It started like in... Sheep were not killed? Sheep. <laughs> As a trick? Sheep may have been killed. Um, but uh, yeah, I mean, it, it, there was like a, an All Souls Day and stuff, but I, no, the, I'm pretty sure that that is nowhere near... And uh, who how it, here's or, the, how it originated. Who cares if it was? Right. We feel no connection to that. To that. The <laughs> phrase trick or treat, it, it, there's no, we're not putting any meaning into it like that. Right. Nobody's putting it, like, nobody's thinking that when they're out trick or treating or no. dressing up as Superman. No, the, the, the earliest, uh, okay, so I'm, I'm, I'm on Wikipedia right now. The earliest known use of the, in print of the term trick or treat appears in 1927 the druids the druids the, the druids the 19... of 1927 of the 20s <laughs> those those flapper druids oh. let me tell you something yeah they were trouble <laughs> but no it was like kids it was kids going around saying give us a treat or we'll like egg your house yeah that's what it was demonic it was demon children <laughs> uh requesting it's a festival for festival for demons yeah uh oh. So scary. God, you know what? These guys are going to paint themselves into like out of every fun thing, and no one's going to want to be with them anymore. These these evangelicals. Yeah, they'll probably find a way to paint themselves out of Christmas. That would something be something that actually legitimately has pagan roots. Right? Yeah. Like Christmas is full of pagan shit. 
and then yet they're so happy to put a tree in the house because well you're not gonna i mean this is it's about jesus mm-hmm well, I mean, I, I think that there are some pagan roots uh, to Halloween as well, but I'm sure not, not the trick or treating part. But why one pagan thing is bad and the other pagan thing is good? Well, they didn't attach the right Jesus thing to it, right? I mean, this is this is a tradition that's that's similar to Mardi Gras in the sense that it's like the day before a thing. So Mardi Gras precedes Ash Wednesday, and then everybody has to go into Lent, right? Halloween precedes All Saints Day or All Hallows Day, right? And then and and that's supposed to be so. It's like you're supposed to celebrate, sort of play around with the concept of evil before you celebrate the saints or right. something like right, that. Right, right. It's all just, I mean, but the truth is, fucking let your kids dress up and go get some candy. Yeah, yeah, you morons. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, uh, we have some uh, some correspondence. Uh, from some folks, we do. So, indeed, yes. should we start with uh? So why don't we start with a voicemail? Just we for never fun. do that. We should start with that. All right. Uh, this is um this is in response to um, uh, let's see. We there was some question that came up about oh somebody I think didn't want to uh resign from the LDS Church because they were concerned that they might lose their uh their degree from Brigham Young University. Correct. And so uh, this is a listener who uh, has some experience in, in, in the field and uh, chimes in on, on that topic. Hi, guys. My name is Dan also. Uh, I'm calling from Southern California. I was calling because in the last couple episodes, the drunk episodes and several others, there seem to be some issues related to um, the world of higher education that I felt needed to be addressed. Uh, first of all, in the drunken episode, and by the way, I thoroughly enjoyed it, um, there seemed to be some confusion about the system of higher education in the state of California, uh, conflation of the various systems, if you will. In fact, there are three separate and independent systems of higher education in the state of California. The University of California consisting of 10 universities, the California State University system consisting of 23 universities, and the California Community Colleges with 112 colleges throughout the state. Um, that being said, the other issue I wanted to talk about was the concern on the part of some of your listeners about the possibility or the potential uh, of Brigham Young University rescinding degrees because the individual had resigned from the church. I will tell you that I have spent the better part of my career, close to 30 years, working as a records office records officer in colleges and universities in a variety of contexts, and I have never heard of anything like that happening. As far as I know, the only basis for a university to rescind a degree is if they discover after it's been awarded that the requirements for that degree have not been met. And that would usually be either a, an error on the part of the university or possibly a commission of fraud on the part of the student in misrepresenting completed courses, probably in the, in the case of a transfer of unit from another institution. That being said, there may be some fine print in the enrollment of places like BYU that give the university the authority to rescind the degree for reasons other than that, but I would think that they would be on very thin legal ice if they did that. Uh, it would be a really interesting court case uh, to have that tested when the student had fulfilled all the requirements for the degree and the degree had been awarded. 
in essence, the college catalog or the university bulletin represents a written contract between the institution and the student. And so if the student meets the terms of uh, their end of the contract, then the university is obligated to grant the degree. So I, I don't know if this will be any helpful, be of any help to any of your listeners, but um, in my experience, I, I don't see a, any reason for them to be concerned about uh, their degree being rescinded. Hope, hope this helps, and I thoroughly enjoy the podcast. Bye-bye. Awesome. Well, thank thank you. you. Thank you so much for yeah. that. Uh, good information. We, it prompted us to do a little bit more research. Yeah, well, because there's that, that, that caveat, right, right. of, uh, well, maybe in the fine print somewhere. Um, and so uh, we found a thing on, uh, on BYU.edu's website. Uh, they do board questions. Mm. Um, and uh, Not questions about when you're bored, <laughs> which, which would be... Another thing. Yeah, totally different. Um, and uh, so the, the, here's a question. Um, what are the requirements for BYU to rescind a bachelor's degree that has been awarded? Uh, blah, 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 blah. Uh, what about disaffiliation or disaffection uh, from the church after it has been awarded? Mm. And uh, the, the this person responds back. I don't believe that this is like an official response, but it's something that is up on their website. And it seems to be fairly well uh, looked through and right. researched and whatnot. Uh, and the, the general sense of the whole thing after going through everything is that um, it seems like um, that they would probably, unless you're out there actively harming the church or BYU in some way, um, they're probably even then not, it, it seems unlikely, but that would be probably the only thing that they might be but able to But even then, I, th I think that the caller is right. You would, they would be on such legal, shaky right. legal ground that they would never even attempt it. Right. Uh, plus, the PR would just be terrible for yeah. them and stuff. And the, they, other, the other thing is that the, uh, the one, the one uh, mention of this, the one th thing that we could cite, the one example of this that we could cite, turns out to be a little less complicated or a little more complicated than we thought it was. Mm. Uh, my understanding had been that uh, this man who had who had made these uh, pinup calendars uh, of, of the, the Mormon missionaries. Mormon missionaries. Or of return missionaries. Of return, yes, of returned missionaries. Handsome uh, return missionaries. Very, very attractive return missionaries. Shirtless. Uh-huh. Uh, he had been... Posed. Beautiful now, men. It had, it had been my understanding that, they, that BYU had rescinded his uh his degree it turns out to be a little more complicated than that he had completed his requirements he had walked mm. uh with his graduating class but had not did not have the diploma in hand and byu said you're not in compliance with our uh honor code so we're, so you've been taken off of the list of graduates Oh my God! So, oh my God. I so I think that the sense is that once you have the diploma in hand, you're yeah, safe. Right. You've made it. Right. You're you're through the gate. <laughs> but until you got that bad boy in your sweaty mitts, yeah, you 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 run the risk of, of yeah. falling afoul. Ugh, God, what of assholes! Yeah, what serious serious assholes! Yeah, that was that was a that bit of. Dick move on the part of BYU. Wild assholery, absolutely. Yeah, but All as right. far as like people who have have uh, written in or called in with this concern about you know our whole push to mm -hmm. like re you know resign from your church, right? Um, you're probably fine, folks. You're fine. Yeah, resign. Get out of it. That's our the, get out. That's our new rhymey th slogan. You're, you're fine. fine. Resign. 
Get out of here. You're fine. Get out of there. You're resigned. Get out of there. All right. <laughs> uh, I'm going to give an email, uh, do an email. We, we don't want uh, uh, our show to turn into the let's talk about circumcision show. But we did get, uh, we got one voicemail. Are we going to, we're probably not going to play the voicemail. Is that no, what we decided? I decided because, not to because we got because we've got other things. We got a lot of because, uh, info. because we don't want it to be the circumcision show. Right. We've got a lot of, of feedback about our discussion on circumcision. One of them was from a uh, a fellow named James, uh, and I, he just went through a few. Uh, he's in the medical field. He just went through a few points. I'm going to uh, really uh, abbreviate his his long and well worded. Uh, email. Uh-huh. Uh, a few of the points that he made uh, about it were that um, he says the notion that it doesn't seriously diminish sexual pleasure uh, a man experiences is flat out wrong. He says, in fact, there's not even that. In fact, it's not even rare for a man to lose all sensation in some or all of his penis after circumcision. Wow, uh, that's terrifying. He uh-huh. says, uh, infant. Circumcision is not risk-free. In addition to being unnecessary, it is a very, there's a very real risk of hemorrhage and infection, both of which can lead to and have led to, on many occasions, the death of the child. Uh, that's terrifying as well. Um, yeah, apparently, it, it's yeah, it's it's scary. Um, anesthe- he says anesthesia is becoming slightly more common, but is really, really, uh, but is not the standard. Um, Topical and injected anesthetics have become more common in modern times uh, and are an improvement over uh, the, quote, comfortable padded chairs. I didn't know that that was a thing. I don't know what that's a reference to. The, is that for the doctor? <laughs> yes. Well, yes. Because <laughs> I can't imagine putting a, 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 an infant, you have no idea. a newborn, into a padded chair. You have no idea how much better uh, a circumcisor feels in, in a l- with lumbar support. Um <laughs> And apparently sugar-laced pacifiers were once thought oh, to offset no. the pain. Okay. Um, but but uh, it says that chemically interfering with the nervous function of an infant poses clinically significant risks. Huh. Um, anyway, look into it. Uh, there, are, there are lots of websites out there if, you, if, you, if, if you're concerned. If you have a, a boy on the way and you want to know what to do, uh, that's just some, some points to consider. I will say this about the the voicemail mm-hmm. and it was on the other end of the life spectrum and right. it was from somebody who was an ER tech talking about some of the complications he saw with older men and uncircumcised penises that yeah, would come he, through he, he had said and something so, about some yeah it's it, this is not a uh, uh apparently old dudes are gross and don't clean their dicks yeah apparently there's some something about that. So, Anyways, cut that out. We're not playing it just because. Again, we're not. We're trying not to go down this whole circumcision. Uh, we're not. We don't want it to be another episode about circumcision, right? So, but anyways, it's it's all very weird. It's it's, it's and it's all terribly complicated. You know, public yeah. health officials saying that you know uh, a circumcised penis, um, you know, reduces the possibility, reduces the odds of contracting HIV. Or, so of, like, or of spreading HIV. Or of spreading HIV. Right. So I think it was contracting. Really? I thought. Well, anyways. And the spreading. spread. Yeah. The, just the general spread of so, HIV. So more so. 
if there's going to be a lot of nasty, unprotected sex happening, mm-hmm. then uh, circumcision may help protect people against yeah. that. Who knows? So who again? It, it, there's a lot of there's a lot of moving parts. A lot of ins, a lot of outs, a so lot of what have you. We want to leave it there. Yeah. If you feel compelled to message us about it, it better be something um, new. It, better be something we haven't said. <laughs> and the yeah the the, the threshold for getting your comments onto the show at this point is pretty high yeah uh do we have another voicemail um we do this is a a caller chiming in about um something that we said about prayer i think you said something about um about prayer in last episode or a couple episodes ago and he's yeah he's 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 chiming in on that hey i was listening to the ytja episode and i heard one of you say that it's a logical fallacy to intercede if god is omnipotent I'm from a charismatic background, or it was, and I was taught that um, God limits himself to work through a representation on earth. Uh, There's a verse that talks about Jesus being the perfect intercessor, and um, the church that I was from uh, told us that um, God limits himself in order to work through an intercessor, just like uh, Jesus took on flesh and intercedes on our behalf, and... um, you know, we're the current representation of Christ on the earth. I don't know if that makes sense. I'm rambling. Uh, but yeah, I don't know. I was curious. I'm not sure how this, how common that doctrine is in the church at large, uh, but I'm sure they all have their own explanation. And I'd be curious as to what your rationale or your opinion on that rationale is. So, all right. Thanks for the podcast. Well, thank well, you. Yeah, thank you. Oh. I mean, to make it all work, you got to come up with something. You got to come up with something. I yeah. mean, my so the point that I had made, just to be clear, was that intercessionary prayer is ridiculous because if God has a plan and God is omnipotent, then you're not going to be able to dissuade an omnipotent being from their plan. Which is why you leave it to an an intercessory, an intercessionary, or intercessionary, yeah, uh, yeah, an intercessor, like an intercessor. Is, is that, that what it is? I don't Maybe. know what he said, but um, <laughs> we were listening. I promise, we were listening to the content and not the actual <laughs> that, that that word. One kind word, of, kind, of, kind of. It's a fascinating concept. I'm, apparently, uh, so if if part of God's plan is to limit Himself, yeah. What? Which? Why the fuck would that be? Need to be part of the plan? That does. I, but apparently, but he's infinite in his limitability. <laughs> <laughs> if. <laughs> Yeah, forget He's like omnilimitable. Can, can God build a rock that he cannot lift? He he can if he imposes that limit on himself, I suppose. <laughs> yeah. That's how it works. Oh my god. And it's... then Jesus comes along and he's an intermediary. Right. I I feel um, like you have to break your brain to make any of this shit work. And that's the whole whole point your whole brain get has to be broken i we you know it's interesting that this happened because uh the next the email uh decide is is has come up with another logical uh syllogism okay for why uh for why we you shouldn't believe in in the the workings of prayer fantastic um this is from a person oh shoot i didn't get his name God damn it. Dan. I got I well uh, oh uh it's from Come on. Daniel. 
You Got forgot it. Daniel. <laughs> we get a lot of emails. I was sorting through a lot this morning. It's from I'm going to call him Dan. Okay. It's a day. It's a day of Dan's today. <laughs> uh, one of our the callers. Day of Dan's. Yes. Uh, anyway, Dan says uh, in your last episode you said that people should be able able to figure out that prayer doesn't work with 15 minutes of thinking. I think I can cut that down to less than a minute with some logical programming language like simplification. If he says, prayers in Africa are equal to prayers in America, and science in America is greater than science in Africa. Okay. And Ebola in America is less than Ebola in Africa, then science is greater than prayers. Do you see what he's doing there? Oh my goodness. He's saying if our medical system yeah. can battle... Uh, Ebola, yeah. and theirs can't. Yeah, but they're praying just as hard as we pray here. Right. Then science. Uh, then then that shows that, and they you know they have a greater problem than we have. Interesting. Uh, right. it, it's not. It's not That's perfect, fun. but That's it's fun. cute. It's yeah. cute. Love it. Yeah, absolutely. Um, and but what does the program do? <laughs> <laughs> Don't press run on that program. Okay. That's not. Uh, I w- if it has a go to. Go to 10 and just starts repeating itself. Yes, exactly. I like that. Uh, Dan also uh, sent us a a donation, so I wanted to thank him for that. Thank you, Dan. Uh, We also had a few other donors, uh, including Brad, uh, who said who, who whose donation came with the message thanks for expanding my universe frank and dan on i'm on a fixed income but will support you as i feel i can oh, um everything helps brad. brad i really we really appreciate Thank you so that so much um also audrey uh has has given us a one-time contribution um and uh and wanted to, and and she just said uh continue being awesome love you guys oh, uh so you. thank you all of you for your donations if you dear listener would like to join them in their proud proud support of our show uh you can go to thankgodimatheist.com and click on the support tab indeed all right so gays and marriage now you're just whispering. You stop singing. Because sing I don't have a good singing voice. So I'm going yeah. to slowly fade away. <laughs> okay. Uh, no, no, stop. Stop whispering the song. Um, so a big thing happened. I'm sure some of you may have gotten wind of it uh, in the sense that, like, everybody flipped the fuck out, yeah. which is great. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, the Supreme Court of these United States has declined to hear the cases of several uh of several district uh appellate courts which say, which means that gay marriage is now legal in Utah. Yeah. And many and other states. And Virginia. Right. And Wisconsin and someplace else. And a whole bunch of uh, now Well, it's but like, then it it's like those were the those were the states that that had sort of the immediate like Right. Thing going on, but it should spread to the rest of the it, districts. Yeah, exactly. So that'll affect then Colorado and a uh-huh. bunch of other things. Yeah. And it, it, it spreads. It's spreading fast, like Ebola, like a rash. Oh, I was thinking like Ebola. Yeah, like Ebola. Yeah, like a plague, like, like a modern day plague. Yeah, homo marriage <laughs> is a plague on <laughs> on the United States of America. Oh damn! It is. We're doomed. We, I think we are doomed. I think that there's doom happening to us. Um, it's, it is kind of remarkable. Not how everybody thought it was going to go down, by the way. 
Yeah. BT dubs. Ooh. <laughs> Lots of folks were expecting them. I think most commentators were expecting that uh, it was going to be one that was taken up by the yeah. court. Yeah. Um, had it been taken up by the court, uh, A, it would be a lot longer before anything was legal anywhere. Right. But whatever they decided would have been would have would have taken been, effect nationwide. Yeah, exactly. Would have been uh, fairly instant. It's, it's very interesting that they're letting this just sort of play out. Well, I tell you what, no, man. Like, it's really interesting. Well, the thing is, so so basically, by them not taking it, what they what what the message that they have essentially sent um, is that the lower courts got it right and they agree uh-huh. with those and they have no reason uh, to to. Review those but those decisions. What happens if a lower court goes the other way? Well, that is an issue. Um, but now that's incredibly unlikely because basically these lower court decisions that have happened in what was it four different districts, three, three or four different yeah. districts. Yeah. Uh, now those are precedent, right? Uh, for other any other uh, mm-hmm. any other suits, and those and the, that precedent has to hold because it's uh, because the the Supreme Court. Ignored it. Won't take it up. <laughs> okay. Right, right. Okay. Now, it's interesting. I learned a little bit about how the Supreme Court works uh, due to this, because mm. uh, what I learned was that it only takes, of the nine Supreme mm-hmm. Court justices, it only takes four mm-hmm. uh, to say, yes, we're going to take it. Right. It takes five to win a case. Right. Uh, but it takes four for them to accept a case. Now, huh. I think that the liberal judges, this is my guess, oh. backed off of this. Because they were worried about the makeup of the court and that, right. that there was a possibility that they would lose. Right. But you still only need four. And you've got four quack job conservatives. You've got five conservatives, one who's sort of a swing. Right. So you're right. Four. But I think that they didn't want to take it either. The problem is they that, don't want to touch it. Right. It's too hot to handle. It's, it is too hot to handle. It is interesting. I think that. Well, I mean, these are not dumb people. These are not no. uninformed people. These are not people who haven't been that don't watch where the country is going. Right. And maybe they don't want to be a part of it. Yeah. Maybe they're just like, you know what? That's it. Yeah. You know, this it's going this way. We don't want our stamp on it. Just and and it's sort of the least contentious and the least tumultuous thing to do. Let it slowly work its way through the country. Yeah. Right? Um, I cannot imagine that people in Oklahoma are jumping up and down about it, much like (laughs) here. But I didn't hear boo. Right. The governor, Gary Herbert. Yeah, our governor. Right. Yeah. Douchebag McGee himself. (laughs) And he is. um, Was just like, well, the courts have spoken. Right. And it's the law of the land. No, there was another governor. Who was the other governor? Who was like, fuck that! There was it was a governor of like one of the it was a more easterly state and more southerly state than ours. Um, <laughs> they weren't in the south. I don't remember what state it was, yeah. but they some one governor flipped the fuck out right. about it and was right. like, "This is the worst thing that's ever happened to anybody." And blah blah blah. But um, it's now required. I have to get married to a man. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Damn it. I, I don't know what this world is coming Actually, to. Actually, I think that was a female governor that did, did the flipping out, but I can't find it currently. So. Oh, female governor. Was it Oklahoma? Mm, it might have been Oklahoma. 
I don't know. I don't know. Daniel. Well, I I didn't have that one pulled up. I I, I forgot about it until was, the moment that we were talking about it. I was actually it. quite proud mm. of uh, Gary Herbert in that one moment of just being just being like, okay, we've spent enough money. And, and I mean, I do think that was the sentiment in Utah. Right. I think we saw that in a poll, right, if I remember correctly. Right. Where the, the majority of the people were like, oh, just stop spending the money on this thing. Well, they... I, like, I, no matter how they, like politically fell and what their opinion about gay marriage was they were like no stop spending the state's money to fight this this case i don't know i saw i think a lot of ideologues were were ready to to spend whatever it took well, i'm sure i'm sure there were plenty the... of those but i i seem to recall that there was some some poll of of utahns at large hmm. who were just like you know who were a pretty fiscally conservative bunch right who on sort of those grounds were saying you know what no yeah, I I think one of the one of the more prescient things that happened, and this was so so one of the things that's interesting and fascinating about this for us here in Utah, uh, because the Utah the Utah case that went that was being submitted, uh-huh. the, the, you know, that went to the uh, district court and then the appe- appeals court, yeah, um, which is called Kitchen versus Herbert, uh-huh. uh, was was sort of pending it was one it was the one that that everybody sort of expected the scotus to take up because it had all of the elements oh, it had okay. a state that was willing to defend their side of it mm-hmm. which some of the states weren't uh-huh. it had a series of different ideas including you know it had two gay men who wanted to do it it had an adoptiony thing to, oh. it had all of these different elements i okay. think and so it seemed perfect for the for for, the, for them to take up and of course, they could have taken up multiple right uh, things. Um, it's interesting also because this comes right after General Mormon General Conference weekend. Oh, and Mormon General Conference happens twice a year. We've talked about it before. There are videos of me goofing at it mm-hmm. um, on on our YouTube channel, and uh, and so Mormon General Conference is a time. Lately, it's just been. Uh, a time for for Mormon general authorities, uh, the the prophet of the church oh, and yeah. the quorum of the twelve, mm. and all of these uh, general authorities, to get up lately and just say why uh, all of all of the detractors are wrong. Basically, like confront issues because there's been a lot of issues. Well, this particular general conference, uh, I think it was Dallin H. Oaks. That's what I heard. Who's a member of the Quorum of the Twelve Apostles, had a bunch of shit to say about gays and about the the gay marriage thing. But what I heard, I mean, uh-huh. a lot of people were pissed off because he called proponents of gay marriage adversaries. And that's kind of, in, in Mormon speak, that's code for Satan. The devil's. He's the adversary. Mm. So I mean, there was there was a there was a lot of that, but he also said we have to be loving to these people. They're still people, and we and and he advocated not being mean to gay people, which is nice. That's, Don't yeah. be mean. Don't be. But he mean. also like hinted at they're not. This might not go our way. Oh, oh! There was a sniff of that in his talk oh, that I read. Oh, did they? Were they privy? Here's what I think. I think what? that that may be the case. I think that somebody, somebody, some Mormon might be clerking for one of the justices 
and might have smelled mm. the direction that it was going to go and just been like, uh, just sent word up the chain. Mm-mm. This may not go our way. Just yeah. so you know, this yeah. is this is not gonna this is not gonna happen. The, the phrase way to use is "it may not go our way." Right? Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Prep them because <laughs> some shit's about to fly. Right. So, so really, just being a good prophet is just having a good source. Yeah. I mean, not I mean, really. Well, hell. normally these are, your source is supposed to be you know ran upstairs, right? But like. Hey, you know, if if you got a guy in in DC at the court, you know, yeah, willing to tell you a little secret, I'll tell you what. Uh, you know? There's, it would not surprise me. Uh, I know that. Um, I like, for instance, I know, uh, I personally know someone who uh, who was a clerk for Justice Thomas for a while. Thomas. Oh, uh, yeah, exactly. Boy, that would be a bummer. <laughs> you open the letter. That's like. You've been assigned to. No, he loved it. Oh, he loved that guy. He's super conservative. He loved working for Justice uh, Thomas. He even, at one point, I was harping on Thomas for not participating in the oral arguments, which he never, ever, ever does. Right. Matter of fact, the one time I actually went to a session of the Supreme Court, Justice Thomas was asleep. <laughs> anyway, so I called so Thomas awful. out on that and, and, and said, sort of tongue-in-cheek, just said that it was tantamount to treason i mean we give nine people this job yeah and he can't be bothered to participate in one of it yeah it's fine like and and i get it that he thinks that like he can just read all of the briefs and get everything that he needs to know from all of that yeah but fucking participate yeah no kidding you're in the room you're required to be in the room yeah why not listen yeah why not pay attention he needed a nap he's sleepy he is a sleepy sleepy man he he stays up late reading the briefs and then oh, he sleeps through. Little sleepy. Oh. Shh, everybody. Justice Thomas is sleepy. Let's put a pew on his coat. <laughs> anyway, wasn't that the thing? Yeah. Yeah. Anyway. Yeah. Anyway. Gross. Uh, I can't even believe I said it. That's so. <sighs> anyway, so dirty. Uh, it is interesting now, though. Uh, we'll have to see how this plays out with with all of the religion religiousy people around the country as gay marriage has now gay marriage is now uh legal in the majority of the united states yes uh Isn't it like it's like 30 states 30 states but that may that means that like two-thirds of the population right yeah. lives in a jurisdiction where gay marriage is legal right and legally recognized yeah. and uh and so that's uh it's it's the the issue's settled largely. It's I think everybody fully expects that it's going to be uh, nationwide very soon. I wonder um, how soon. Well, there are pending uh, legal uh, lawsuits in every state now. Wow! So uh, it probably huh. will happen quite quickly. Amazing. Um, Amazing. Yeah, uh, and. So churches are starting to like come out with their statements on it. The Mormon Church said uh, they announced that, as far as the civil law is concerned, the courts have spoken. So they they accept that that is the case and that it is done and done here. Uh, I got into it. I I in my in my little sort of reverie, my little Schadenfreude reverie, went on to some of the the local. Uh, News sites that are the more conservative news news sites like mm-hmm. the Deseret News here sure. and the okay. uh, and KSL, which is a, a 
church owned news uh site uh-huh. news uh they they do mostly they they have a tv and and a radio, radio yeah. uh station and a website uh-huh. uh-huh and how and i was shocked at how little ranting and screaming there was coming from the conservative side because they were, you know yeah. it was clear that the wind was <laughs> completely out of their sails <laughs> like a few of them got on to 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 be like it's a travesty but mostly it was just like liberal um, people jumping on and being like hooray <laughs> even on those sites it was hilarious yeah i know it's you'd be amazed at how many constitutional scholars there are though oh Boy, really suddenly everybody's coming out of the woodwork well the constitution says that this is a state's rights issue and they can't you know one activist judge can't impose this on the whole state and blurg 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 yeah everybody's suddenly a constitutional scholar because because <laughs> rush limbaugh and and glenn beck have told them what sean the, hannity what the actual constitution is really saying gross but uh but in the end uh no it's done you can get married here, Frank. Just find yourself a man. That's the fir- that's yeah. That's the trick. That is the trick. I was going <laughs> to say it's the first step. It's it's the it's the most important step. Yeah. It's a tricky one. Yeah. But there you go. All right. Well, well if you have anything you need to say about uh the gays getting married or or maybe, whatever. Maybe you know a nice young man. I don't know. Or, or if you if you know someone that you need that Frank needs to meet. No, 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 no. do not do that. Do not start sending Frank. He's got grinder. It'll be fine. Oh, oh! By the no. way, I have to tell this story because I, I went into the Apple Store. Sorry, everybody, uh, but you need to hear this story. I went into the Apple Store the other day, and your grinder was just going off in your pocket. It, bloop, 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 bloop. I was like. Boys, settle. Always, yeah, I mean, it's it's the Apple Store. Yeah, exactly. Hello, <laughs> half the staff and no. two thirds of the. So so I was I was having trouble with my battery d- not lasting as long as it used to and whatever. Oh, and so okay. they have a thing where they pull it up and suddenly they pull up what's using your battery the most <gasps> in terms of what apps are using your battery the most. Damn. And, I, and I was like, well, and for me it was like Facebook. What naughty little bull. but. but Really? It was not. Yeah, it was nothing for me. It was no big deal for me. That's but I really sudden, but I couldn't suddenly felt like this is a little bit of an invasion of my privacy here. Yeah. And I was like, I'll bet you see some very fascinating apps pop up. And she goes, No, 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 no. You have to know this. And because we had been joking around a lot, she was like, "You wouldn't believe how many times Grinder pops up right next to LDS Living." <gasps> <laughs> For those of you uninformed, Grinder is a gay sort of hookup site app. Hookup site. Yeah. I mean that's what it's for. It's for it's for finding sex grind. Now. Get your grind on. It's literally yeah. who's right near you yeah. right now looking for sex. With a dick pic. Right. Yeah. And LDS Living is all about Jesus and Joseph Smith and whatever. Right. It was that right there, oh, I almost lost my shit. I mean, it's obviously true, but the thing is, they don't. They need to start saying, "Hey, do you mind if I run a program that will tell me what of your apps are you're using your time on?" Because yeah, <laughs> they did not say that to me. Fortunate. I mean, for me, there was nothing embarrassing. Right. But I can imagine some people going. <laughs> anyway, it's funny. Uh, well, yeah. 
All right, that's awesome. Anyway, okay. If you, if you have anything to say about any of this, please don't hesitate to write to us. That's podcast at thankgodimatheist.com. Or leave us a voicemail at 424-666-8442. Go to that Facebook page, y'all. Woohoo! Uh, Facebook.com slash TGI Atheist. Uh, we are currently also in the process. I'm going to make this announcement. I'm going to make this announcement. Uh, we are in the process of making a group. It is a closed group. It is not a secret group, but it is a closed group. On Facebook. On Facebook uh, that you can join. You have to ask us to let you in. Mm. Uh, we will check you out. And if we like what we, you know, if, if you don't seem like you're a, 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 a Christian troll mm. or a uh, someone who's going to post, like, ads, ads for selling jeans or whatever, oh, we'll yeah. let you in. Right. And then you can post things and nobody outside of that group will be able to see so you can vent your frustrations with religion or whatever. Uh, the group is called uh, the TGIA Members Only Lounge. Mm. We made sure not to include the word atheist in it. Right. So uh, so theoretically, hopefully, no. If, even if you're not out as atheist on Facebook, you can join this group safely. And uh, we won't have anything about it being atheist. It'll just say Frank and Dan. And, uh, and, and what happens in the Members Only Lounge stays in the members only lounge correct that is correct you post something there it's not going to magically show up on your feed nobody else can see it if you comment on something nobody else will be able to see that uh it is a closed group so i think that's great so uh if we want you to participate on our open page that's the main thing that we want yeah but if you can't we want there to also be a place where you can go yeah great idea there you go awesome idea all right well thanks to Mackenzie for uh all of her help on the facebook right she's going to be helping with the new with the new group and everything so thanks so much for that Mackenzie. and thanks to the red rock hot club for the use of your fine fine music and uh thank you everyone for listening see you next week bye-bye